talk about it for a while before we open up the room for questions. So here we go. The reading is on page 151, A Vision for You. I'm going to read about a page and a half unless that's a bit much. So, yeah. So, A Vision for You. For most normal folks, drinking means conviviality, companionship and colourful imagination. It means release from care, boredom and worry. It is joyous intimacy with friends and a feeling that life is good but not so with us in those last days of heavy drinking. The old pleasures were gone, they were but memories. Never could we recapture the great moments of the past. There was an insistent yearning to enjoy life as we once did, and a heartbreaking obsession that some new miracle of control would enable us to do it, that there was always one more attempt and one more failure. The less people tolerated us, the more we withdrew from society, from life itself. As we became subjects of King Alcohol, shivering denizens of his mad realm, the chilling vapour that his loneliness settled down. It thickened, ever becoming blacker. Some of us sought out sordid places, hoping to find understanding, companionship and approval. Momentarily we did. Then would come oblivion and the awful awakening to face the hideous four horsemen. Terror, bewilderment, frustration and despair. Unhappy drinkers who read this page will understand. Now and then a serious drinker, being dry at the moment, says, I don't miss it at all. Feel better. Work better. Having a better time. As ex-problem drinkers, we smile at such a sally. We know our friend is like a boy, whistling in the dark to keep up his spirits. He fools himself inwardly. He would give anything to take half a dozen drinks and get away with them. He will presently try the same old game again, for he isn't happy about his sobriety. He cannot picture life without alcohol. Someday he will be unable to imagine life either with alcohol or without it. Then he will know loneliness such as few do. He will be at the jumping off place. He will wish for the end. We are sure now we have got out from under. You say, yes, I'm willing, but am I to be consigned to a life where I shall be stupid, boring and glum, like some righteous people I see? I know I must get along without liquor, but how can I? Have you a sufficient substitute? Yes, there is a substitute and it is vastly more than that. It is the fellowship in Alcoholics Anonymous. There you'll find release from care, boredom and worry. Your imagination will be fired. Life will mean something at last. The most satisfactory years of your existence lie ahead. Thus we find fellowship and so will you. So um, I'll leave it there. Um, over to you, Paul. Thank you, uh, Paul, alcoholic. Happy Tuesday. So, yeah, I don't know about you, but to me, all these state, these ways they describe it uh, as we became subjects of King Alcohol, it sounds like something has taken us over. Yes. I sort of, and at this point against our will. Yeah, the partying days are over now. It's an occupation. You have to do what you're doing because you can't do anything else, basically, because you're in a powerless condition. The subject, we're a subject to something else. Something else has taken us over. Now, true or not, it really doesn't matter because it works. If you see that which has taken you over as foreign to you, it informs you you've been identified as it. 
Yeah. And then you now have a vision of the root of the problem. You are in the act of being identified as that which has defeated you. Yeah. And there was no really real way out because our out would include that which we wanted to get out of. Yeah. So the recognition or the imagery of a parasite, of course, there isn't a parasite. It's a movement, a parasitical movement. Yeah. But we could, if it was the clown from it, it didn't matter. As long as we could image it as other, it would open up possibilities that aren't available when you're in the act of being identified as it. Yeah. When you're identified as it, your possibilities get severely limited. When you see that it's other than you, the possibility of being free from it becomes available. Yeah. And then when you start entertaining the possibility of being free from it, it usually, life usually shows you, you've been trying to be free as it most of your adult life. And that was really the bondage of self. The bondage of self is trying to escape self as self. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. It's in all of its myriad machinations and forms yeah so the starting point there's got to be a dividing between self and us to recognize the possibilities that are available to us but not as self yeah the possibilities of freedom is there it says it in the, one of the preambles we are a hundred men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. When you're identified as the problem, it's a hopeless state of mind and body. But you're not the problem. That's the that's where you see it as seemingly hopeless. It's seemingly hopeless when a certain condition is in place. If that condition gets weak, weak weakened, then there's a possibility of being relieved of that seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. It really comes down to it. Like if you look at a lot of stuff that's presented in the book, it usually comes down to two possibilities. Either there is a God or there ain't a God. Either he's everything or nothing. Perhaps there's a better way, only two ways, trusting the infinite rather than finite self. Yes? There's got to be a, a, a recognition of maybe not being that which is playing God. These are just two, two-sided possibilities, yeah? There's not 38,000 possibilities, yeah? The, the better way is trusting the infinite. The way that we are trying to get out of was trusting the finite, yeah? Trust is there in both cases, isn't it? Faith is the power. How it manifests is what it's given into. If it's given to the infinite, it manifests much differently than if it's given to the finite self. But faith is both is the quality of both those possibilities, yes? Trust is in the infinite or finite self. The infinite is completely different than finite self, but the trust is the same, yeah? It's a force. So is the trust in finite self or is it in the infinite? Let's have a clear diagnosis. How do you do that? Well, the first three steps sort of bring you to a point. You do the inventory, which is the working step, and you see how self has defeated you. All right. 
And you would say that's trusting the finite self. That's what happened. Yeah. Okay. What's the solution? Trusting the infinite. Can you do that as the finite self? Can you trust the infinite as the finite self? Yes, but there'll be more trust in the finite self concerning the trust in the infinite. Yeah? That's how the system protects itself. Yeah? While you're thinking you're trusting something else, you're actually trusting it. Yeah? So have the knowledge, have the understanding. This is what we're putting out there so that you'll see exactly what we're talking about in your own life, not in a book, not in a video, but in your life. You'll see what it looks like to trust finite self. When you're in, in anxiety in the morning because your head is telling you the day's going to suck. Yeah, that's trusting finite self. So you start getting your own examples of what it looks like. So this is, there's an intimacy to it. There's an intimacy to telling the truth about the problem, and there'll be an intimacy with the effects of the solution. Yeah, we're putting out a simple understanding, basically. It's not coming some from highfalutin somewhere else. It's right in the big book. He says a lot of things. Why not just look at this one thing? You know, self is what has defeated us. Let's look at its common manifestations. Yeah. All right, resentments. How do I look at a resentment? I call it mine. There you go. Self has defeated you through resentment. Yeah. The self has defeated you through the manifestation called resentment. How? By being identified as the one who has the resentment. That's the defeat of self. Yeah. Self doesn't defeat you with resentments, it uses resentments to defeat you. It defeats you with a sense of ownership. Yeah. You believe you're the one who has the resentment. You believe you're the one who's in the fear. Therefore, it just promotes more fear and more resentment. Yeah. So getting out of resentment isn't the point. Getting out of the one who has the resentments is the point. Yeah. Because resentments are going to occur because you got a myopic view that you're living under. Yeah. You see a lot of shit as threats to the, your, your agenda of getting what you want or not losing what you have. Yeah. This is the action figure. It's built that way. What the head is doing is running away with it and producing an identity, identification as it. And now you become the one who's resentful. Yeah. You're a resentful person for the rest of your life. No, you're not. You're, a, you're just an incredible possibility. It can go one way or the other way. Yeah. It's really, it's not, how it goes is based on the faith, really. If there's faith in the finite self, there you go. You're probably going to have a lot of anxiety on beautiful days. <laughs> yeah. If there's trust in the infinite, you'll have an ease and comfort now. Yeah. It's the faith is the same potency in both examples. It's the direction of the faith. What it's put in causes its manifestation. Yeah. If it's put in believing all the thoughts in one's head, you're going to have a lot of anxiety rooted in what's not actually happening. Yeah. So, and it's going to be, it'll reach a point where it's going to override what's actually happening. 
So you won't be able to enjoy Hawaii because your head is totally flipped out about New Jersey when you get back to it next week. Yeah, that's sell, that's bondage. That's yeah, that's being enslaved, or that's being a subject of king alcoholism. Yeah, however they want to put it, you're a servant to a master. Yeah, it's either self or the higher power. You're a servant either way. Yeah. You serve the greater good or you serve the lesser good. And the lesser lesser good is usually very bad for you. <laughs> and for the poor others that are around you. I'm writing the light. Hold on a second. Let me see. Yeah. So just pounding away at it because I mean, you can be clear about a lot of stuff and not be clear about this. And if you're clear about this, there's not such a demand to be clear about a lot of stuff, really. Yeah, you just let shit come and go a lot easier. Yeah, the clarity, you know, the, the yeah. People who are sitting at a bar today are super clear about the first two columns of the inventory. They knew they know who they're mad at and why. They're they're fucking ex experts at the two first columns. They have trouble with arriving at the fourth column because they're taken over by something that does not want you to arrive at the fourth column. Because if you look at your role, you're gonna see its role. If you keep looking at their role, you'll never see its role, yeah? You'll never see its role by looking at everyone else's role. You look at your role and you see its role, yes? Self. Oh, I never had, you know, forget, you know, what? it's crazy. You know, how many people come into AA the angriest motherfuckers you've ever seen, and they don't feel they're angry at all. They don't have any resentments. Yeah, completely, completely insane. I can't, I've looked all day, I can't find one. They're fuming with fucking resentment. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that you were, if you were under that, you would understand it, but we don't because we're identified as it. This is the key. If you look at it as a parasite, it's a very hostile parasite to the host. It's not very, it's not a win-win situation when you're taken over by alcoholism. It's so alcoholism wins and you lose. Yeah, you're the subject, it's the master. <laughs> yeah, it's just clear. It never gets to be, oh, I'm in cooperation with the problem, no. It's either, it's that way, yes? So the parasite, understanding the unwillingness of the host to ever make a home for it here, it convinces the host that it's the host. So now all the possibility of true escape are completely erased. You're trying to be free as it. You're trying to get out of self as it, yeah? Don't you see it? Don't you see that lock? 
all your attempts to escape are reinforcing the thing you want to escape from. It can be changed by a clear understanding of what's going on. I'm just humbly putting out something that was downloaded through me that has seemed to produce a lot of value in this life. And so I'm just sharing it with the tribe. See, you know, if you want to concentrate on the messenger and not hear the message, go ahead. But it has nothing to do with Paul H. It has to do with something that we all share, that Paul H. is sharing through about. Something's coming through to inform you that there's an act of being identified as that which is de defeating you right now. What's the idea of insanity? You know, doing the same thing, expecting different results. Yeah. Identifying as self, trying to get out of self. Is self can't get out of self. It's slavery. Yeah. If you don't like it, throw the message away. It doesn't hold on to the big book and do everything. This message is just a, an understanding that brought a great illumination to life for me. Yeah. I saw what I wasn't finally. Yeah. And what I'm not is that which was constantly telling me I was. <laughs> it's just that simple. I didn't have alcoholism. Alcoholism had me. Yeah. I wasn't powerless. Powerlessness was expressing through me. Yeah. This sense of being a noun beyond all reason is insanity. You know, shit that you didn't even do when it was happening is being used to just cultivate guilt and shame that's having your day out now. You're walking around with this weight all day based on doership and ownership. Did you really do all that shit or were you taking over? Were you dancing with the gorilla or weren't you? Yeah. My experience is I was dancing with the gorilla. I had forgotten it. I didn't even know it started, but basically it was going to stop when the gorilla wanted to stop. Yeah. I was powerless completely. When people would say, why don't you just stop? That seemed totally insane. I seem not to be able to day in and day out. No matter how low I went, it didn't do it. Yeah, it didn't. The head just regrouped and went lower. Yeah. If my arm, right arm was bleeding, I just looked left. Yeah. If, you know, if I was afraid of a confrontation with a person, I moved to another state. Yeah, I had no ability to face life successfully. And how I was facing it was telling me it was successful. Yeah. That's crazy. You know about slavery when you're fucking freed from it. You don't know about it when you're in it. That's part of the quality of slavery. It keeps its it keeps its base condition uh, hidden from the slave usually. Yeah. So here we are. Perhaps there's a better way. Trust is in both statements. Trust finite, trust infinite. What's trust? What's faith? That's the force that changes everything. It does. Yeah.
It needs to be directed. Freaking just submit to this program. Yeah. And you'll be changed. You won't have to have a giant itinerary or what needs to be changed. The fucking higher power doesn't even want to hear it. It's going to change you the way it has a plan for you. Yeah. And then you're going to see its expression and you're going to have wonder and awe and gratitude by the fact that something is doing for you what you couldn't do for yourself in a grand manner, giving it purpose and meaning and value where the other shit that was doing what you would never do through you. Yeah was just bringing you to places of complete, incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization. Have you been there lately? If you're sober for a while, I haven't been even close to that in 33 years. Not even close. I lived on that event horizon every day out there. Oh, it's not working for me. Jesus Christ, of course it's working for us. Yeah, it just may not be working for it the way you want because you're looking at it from self. Yeah, I didn't meet my fairy princess. Well, maybe that's not in store for you right now. Maybe you wouldn't be able to practice your principles in that affair. So something is actually holding something that would bring your end or your demise away from you. That's love. That's not fucking, you know, Withholding, it's withholding because you can't handle it. Yeah, you're not up to the task. Yeah. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm just, I just ride the crest of sobriety. Yeah. I don't look down where my feet are to make sure it's on the board. I have faith in it. Just fucking, yeah, yeah. Did I bring that about? No. Can I express it being brought about? Yes, I can. How it expresses in this little unique action figure is chilled out. Maybe in you would be something else, you know? It can take thousands of different expressions, but the basis is the same. A faith in the infinite. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more concerned or attentive to now than I am to there and then. I am. Yeah. I'm not a ha- I'm not a denizen of what's not happening. I'm not. I don't run when the mental whistle calls me into the past and the future. I've been freed from that. Hallelujah. I take thoughts as thoughts, I take feelings as feelings, I take actions as actions. The head takes actions as its actions, takes thoughts as its thoughts, takes feelings as its feelings, yes? That ownership is the chain of the slavery to self. True humility is a lack of ownership, really, yeah? Someone who's in a state of humility doesn't know they're in a state of humility. That's the humility. Yeah. (laughs) So. Happy to be here.
And if people are interested, I'm just going to pound away because I don't, I don't want to be a master of the steps. I don't. I want to apply the steps to open me up to the true master, really. Yes. Yeah. You ready for some questions, Paul? Yes, I am. I've pontificated long enough. <laughs> okay, if anyone's got any questions for Paul, uh, yeah, you uh, raise your hand or use the reaction button to raise your hand or put a message in the chat box. Hey, Paul, I just want to let you know that the, uh, on a business note, the, the Zoom link wasn't up today for your meeting. I but know. Tuesday, okay, cool. That's all I got. Well, I got here through Thursday. Yeah. I went to the Thursday because uh, it's the same Zoom link. But yeah. I'm a pretty bad I alcoholic. I hmm? finally figured that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm like, uh, I had blinders on. I'm cool. not a very. Uh, you know, I don't go to the website much. No, you're lucky. I don't check it out to see if it's working. I just have faith it is. And then, uh, you know, a lot of saying I'm sorry when it doesn't work. Sorry. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. not love, Paul. We will love take care of it after the meeting when Mike wakes up. Mike Z. Paul, love means uh, never saying you're sorry. That's right. So, and it's, some people found their way. Eh? Maybe that was a test. It's just the elite today. Yeah, you had to pass could the test. Be, could it be that the Zoom link is the same for Thursdays and Tuesdays? Wow, what a leap! Yes, I know, but I've understood <laughs> that you got to be as simple and clear as possible to communicate. Because, uh, yeah, I pressed all the buttons. I got there eventually. I've uh, well, got well, a question for you anyway, Paul. All right. Uh, Oliver K. Oliver, if you'd, um, if you'd like to unmute yourself. Hi there. Hello. Uh, first of all, apologies. I pressed the wrong button. I press, pressed the hand clap when you were guys talking about technical problems. I didn't mean to, you know, be cynical or anything. I, uh, so I got a question about... Uh, about that line, nothing happens in God's world by mistake. And uh, I wonder, you know, I don't know why, but, it, you know, I wonder if that's like that giant leap, giant step into the, into the faith, actually, because I'm personally, I see that something's done for me. I mean, I believe and I see that I, you know, something's done for me, but I couldn't do for myself, but I, seemingly cannot you know uh, accept that you know the that premise that you know nothing happens in the god's world but by mistake i'm like no god allows coincidences all the time and uh, uh, you know is that really a question but uh, you know is that why maybe some people are freaked out about you know faith in general because uh, does that equal faith, you know, that we believe that, you know, nothing happens in God's world by mistake, you know, or, or is something else like, you know, something's done for me, but I couldn't do for myself in this case enough. I don't know how to say. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it is for people, but I would say sometimes 
saying that statement is sort of a hopeful belief. Uh, mm -hmm. So it may be like a skillful means for the head to try to get out of the head a little bit. I think you either, you arrive there and you notice it, not by stating it. It's a mm -hmm. recognition. You check, you see that, yeah, there are no mistakes. You may have a moment, but then the operating system of the action figure, uh, you're going to have a tough time convincing it that there are no mistakes. It lives on mistakes. Yeah. It's whole take about its life is volition. So it can't believe that, oh, whatever happened was supposed to happen. It believes it could have done things differently and shit. Yeah, this is, it has a field day with this idea of volition. So it's a constant believer in mistakes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's very little acceptance available from the mental condition. Acceptance comes from faith in the infinite, really. Right. My feeling. Yeah, so... And that's, I don't even know if that's in the book or not. And it doesn't matter. Just like they said, you know, take what works for you and leave the rest behind, you know, and let's see what, to me, uh, to me, the, the jewel. Yeah. Yeah. So I rather just stay with fundamentals and uh, just see uh, the attributes or the 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 uh, patterns of what has defeated me through the inventory process, and then using step six and seven when more of that which has defeated you gets revealed to bring it to that higher power, and get that energy reconfigured. Yeah, so that energy will be now producing an ease and comfort in you instead of uh, anxiety about next week. Yeah. That's what a, that's what my target is really the uh, believing that there are no mistakes or not. I don't care really about it. <laughs> I just mm -hmm. don't. Uh, my right. my uh, my hunt is is after something else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, there's an action figure. So life is being told from the view of the Toyota. Yeah. Now, if I want to convince a Toyota, it should see it as life should be seen as uh, the Toyota as a chariot of the gods. It may not work for the Toyota. The Toyota is simply programmed. It sees everything as how it pertains to the Toyota. And I'm going to try to bring it this advanced condition and it's not going to be able to uh, arise to the occasion. It's a Toyota. Yeah, it's not a chariot of the gods. It's not the multidimensional transport. It's just a Toyota. So, but that which is existing or that animating the Toyota to me has infinite possibilities. Yeah, so I'm more interested in uh, faith in that than faith in the Toyota, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but whatever works, you know, I think believing a lot of times has a, a mental uh, flavor to it. So you believe, but you can easily unbelieve mm -hmm. <laughs> when something happens and you'll definitely see it as a mistake. So, 
those beliefs aren't if 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 they were a bridge you wouldn't want to cross walk across them yeah because they're not gonna be a solid foundation faith is something else yeah yeah my feeling faith is not mental it isn't it doesn't have two sides to it there's not there's when someone says they have no faith there was faith in that there's just faith there's no opposite of faith we think there is we think there's faith and disbelief but the force of faith doesn't have an opposite It's just, it may look opposite by the vehicle puts in, but it's the same energy. Just like it says, perhaps there's a bay, uh, uh, perhaps there's a better way. Trust is the one common part of the statement. Yeah. There's the infinite and the find out, but the trust is the same. The faith is the same. The faith is going to be what it is by what it's put in. If it's put into the higher power, it's ease and comfort. If it's put into the lower power, it's tons of anxiety appearing to be true. Yeah, a lot of false evidence appearing to be true. Both of those effects are produced by the same thing, faith. Yeah, completely different effects, but the same thing is producing it, the energy of faith. It's a force like gravity, yeah? We can know, we can get a hint of it, just like gravity. You can get a hint of it by going into an anti-gravity chamber. In our case, we can see, well, look at what happened with something in finite self. Wow, it produced incredible effects. And then something, whatever that is, put into the infinite produces incredible effects. What is that? Is it the higher power? Maybe, maybe not. Is it the lower power? No, but it's faith in the higher power or faith in the lower power. Yeah? Faith is the force. Mm-hmm. You and I can't direct it. Actually, what Paul is, is an expression of a direction of faith. <laughs> That's what it is, really, literally. Faith is way before Paul. Faith is the moving of Paul. Yeah. So before, when the faith was in the finite self, it moved me to drug dealers and shit like that. Yeah. All seven day runs or raves and shit. Now, another faith is moving the Paul to different locations and different uh, destinations and different expressions. Yeah. But it's the same faith, isn't it? Faith is like neutral. It's it doesn't have a side. It's just going to manifest by whatever it's put in, really. <laughs> and you'll know it by its manifestations, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. here is the manifestation, the better way. Trust in finite self or trust in the infinite. Faith in finite self or faith in the infinite. That's it, yeah. You'll know the tree by its fruits. You'll recognize where the faith is by what you're fucking taking to be so today. (laughs) If you're in a devout position with the thoughts, taking them to be all about you and always yours, that's an example of incredible faith in the finite self. Yeah. If you're pretty okay, even though there's not evidence that you should be okay, I would say that's evidence of faith in the infinite. Yeah. 
you know yeah realizing when you're seeming so so bad the best thing to do is get involved with another person help them which the finite faith would say never do that you don't have any time for anyone else you got to get your shit together but right. isn't that what happened when we came into AA? We would riff for some per- poor person who was listening to us for 30 minutes about all of our airtight conditions, and they'd go, go to a meeting. And it would make absolutely no sense. I don't have any place to live. I don't have a job. I don't have any money. Go to a meeting. Doesn't work for me. Yes, it does. Yeah. We, and then humbly, we realized that worked. Yeah. What was that? That offer of just going to meeting was delivered by a different, by faith in something else, the higher power, where the person was speaking from faith in the finite self. Yeah. You couldn't have more of an apt uh, illustration. Didn't you really believe you would be going there? I don't have a place to stay. I have no money. Those are the priorities. I've got to fucking take care of them. And the person would say, there's a meeting at 12 o'clock. What the hell? Because the person had had the experience of the faith in what they were saying. Yeah. And that was the best advice the person could get. Yeah. Yes or no? Yes. So there, there's faith there. Faith's written all over that. Are you seeing it? Are you happily feeling it? It's just, I I do notice uh, what you said earlier. It's a great statement about, you know, I get, I gotta get my shit together before I decide to help somebody. You know, that happens from time to time. I'm noticing it, right? That I have that attitude, you know, or similar, right? Yes. Well, it's not your attitude, it's the head's attitude. Right. The head's attitude is, if I don't take care of myself, no one will. But at a point of alcoholism, your taking care of yourself is like the poison, yeah? The way you take care of yourself isn't promoting your well-being. It isn't. You've got to come to a truth about that, yeah? Really, you were doing harm to yourself with the idea that you were bettering yourself. That's how crazy it's it is. Yeah, it's a bizarro world, really. And the best thing we could have done is make ourselves available to someone else. But that's difficult to do when you're made yourself available to finite self. It's a very jealous little. Uh, dominion holder, so to speak. Yes, it doesn't want to share you with anyone else. It wants just you to be completely absorbed in it. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I embellish it because we're trying to paint a picture so that you recognize something that maybe you've been looking from and you've been you've believed it for so long, you never look at it. You just believe you're looking from it. Yeah and you call it you and you don't understand what's defeating you is in your own house yes it's not outside forces it's you it's not you that's the great news but in a sense it's you yeah this is the importance of the right diagnosis shit 
Ja. See, a lot of times with the wrong diagnosis, how we how we fit ourselves around that, we, we just lower our possibilities to the point that we're just hoping to get a parking space at the meeting or maybe hang go out with a girl for coffee or something. We have, we don't think we're not, we've just been uh, beaten down. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I do catch myself, sorry. Hmm? I do catch myself, you know, warning over and over to, you know, get my shit together, you know, philosophically speaking. So I need to know yeah. that and that before I do some action. I need to be straight and, you know, having these uh, postulates straight before I even start, you know, helping others to do any sort of action or whatever. Yeah, and you can, you can see the, the complete oppositeness of that from the message of recovery. Right. It's completely opposite. See, that's one thing I don't believe in from the book, which is you have to have it to give it away. I believe if you're willing to give it away, you have it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I do. That's been my experience. So, yes, this idea that I have to be in a certain condition for anything to happen is just self-obsession, really. We're still listening to the, the, the old employer. Yeah isn't it really you know it's just it's right every day we see examples of it you could see it as a pledging of allegiance to one or the other you can see it all day there's nothing right or wrong with it it just needs a truthful uh like inventory just tell the truth yeah jesus my you know I lean into the head and the head is completely relying on itself. Yeah. Okay, that's great information. Seriously. In the in the safety of recovery, it's time to see the shit that wasn't healthy to see when we were out there. It would just make you we thought it would make things worse. That's what I was way uh, running away from. I didn't want to see my condition. That's the last thing I wanted to see. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to change it second after second. Yeah, I didn't want to see it. I knew it quite well. I didn't want to see it because I didn't think at that case it was hopeless. I didn't think that could anything could change. Yeah, so I wanted to be as oblivious as possible really to the facts of my life. Now this is a different ball game, yeah? It's healthy to see what you're not and then bring it to step six and seven so that the energy in it, it's sort of like, you know, people melt, melting down gold jewelry to get the gold. Yeah. So we've got a lot of old jewelry, a lot of old bling from the old employer. We put it into the program and six and seven and it gets melted down for the gold. Yeah. So that gold can be restructured and reformed. That's much more fitting for what's going on. Yeah. We can't keep hope. We it's the, you know, the jewelry is gold, but the way it's formed isn't just, it's not 
extracting the value of it yeah it needs to be reconfigured or undone that's why it keeps coming up so that it can be undone we're like the furnace for that gold to be melted down and then in the hands of the higher power it will enrich us and other people through it you want to hoard all that shit yeah go ahead it's just going to heavy out your life yeah What do you think they mean in in the uh, vision for us? You know, we know but a little. This higher power is going to constantly reveal to us stuff. Yeah, a lot of the stuff it reveals is not about us. That's why we, so we can we can have a difference between us and self. Yeah, <laughs> because there's a lot of us we don't want to surrender. But when you see it as self, there'll be a surrender. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, Oliver. Thank you. I'm always happy to hear from you. That was very helpful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for your question, Oliver. And uh, yeah, thanks, Paul. Um, I've got one more question for you from uh, Chris. If you'd like to unmute yourself, Chris. Hey, Paul. Uh, good to be here. Thanks for uh, hosting this. Um, so the question I had is, is uh, I remember you talking about, um, I guess you would call it a first step experience. You had uh, sitting in a trailer with a guy with a big old bulbous nose and a bottle of vodka and, uh, and having a download there. Um, and, and I'm wondering if you, um, you know, when you look at um, self and defeated us, and and this this kind of uh, thread that I guess that that is is uh, um, something that's really uh, kind of uh, critical to see. Um, do you, uh, you know, and the reason I ask this is is, you know, I kind of had the same type of download in the first step where I realized I didn't have a choice over the first drink, you know which is what propelled me into an experience with God. Um, I drank it about 20 years and uh, coming back, I, uh, you know, I kind of felt there was something missing. Like there was a, there was a deeper place to go with this and um, not really knowing how to get there. And then reading several books, it kind of helped me with the idea of self and that I'm not my thoughts and that type of thing. And I'm wondering if you, you see that experience you had in the trailer with that guy and and this um and the download that you had as um um self had defeated us as an extension of uh as an extension of that you know um if you understand what i'm saying um that self had defeated us and seeing that uh seeing that you're not the self you know and the experience that you had where you realized that you were powerless, that your life was unmanageable. Is this just a deeper place to go with this? Uh, do you see it as a, as a, as a deeper extension of that experience or, um, or how do you view that? I, don't, I hope well, that's not off topic. No, no. Well, uh, 
historically is the only way I can see it. And so when that happened uh, with me, uh, it wasn't uh, clarity of self so much at that time. It was recognizing uh, that I was completely screwed and that I wasn't managerial quality. The idea of self as something foreign came later. Yeah, so so there was getting struck sober and then that probably wouldn't have lasted unless it was matched with some circumstances that brought me to the way of life of recovery that night. So that was a very two-pronged thing. There was a whack and then the whack I was caught up in a train of circumstances that brought me great fortune. I felt I didn't deserve. I ended up at an AA meeting that night and I've been going ever since. So it was that way of life was needed for that possibility that was revealed to gain traction. It would have just went off the rails probably quickly. It probably was it wouldn't obviously the profoundness of it really wasn't from that moment it's but from the 30 something years that have come after that moment i probably had many profound moments like that but then a half hour later was getting loaded or shit yeah but this profound moment was uh accompanied by some power and that power changed the circumstances of that day and brought me to a meeting that night at eight o'clock. And then the next morning I called AA to find out if there was an earlier meeting because I knew I wasn't going to make it till eight o'clock. And then I went to a 12 o'clock meeting and then I got engulfed in that world of recovery. Yeah. So that profoundness comes from what's happened after it. It would have been just a peak experience and uh, same condition would have overridden it. Yeah. So the idea of, so I knew something had defeated me. I wasn't clear about that, yeah? But I knew whatever it was, I, uh, the idea of the higher power was very attractive, incredibly attractive. And I had had experiences of living under the, the influence of others, like a two-year program called Delancey Street. So I could see that that was sort of like what surrender was like, yeah? And so I was very, I had an understanding, I, at least it was clear for me, of the third step. And I was very keen on that. And I really, uh, and I was open for the, it to be put to the test, yeah? and I. And I would, I kept turning the way recovery would have me turn the first major test the first few years. So I got established in that condition. Yes, the third step. I sincerely took the position. And those times were when the old position was calling me, like when I was feeling like I was going to be in a lot of trouble. So then I would, the, the habit would be to rely on the old way, but I went the new way. Yes. And I went to court and I dealt with warrants that I was afraid to deal with and shit like that. So the more I went that way, the stronger it got. And then down the road, uh, 
by it by being introduced to other ideas because I was sober. <laughs> yeah, those other ideas triggered something that illuminated the root of the problem for me. Yeah. And these ideas came from an, uh, an, an idea called non-duality. Yeah. So the, non, the idea of non-duality basically clothed the, uh, the spirit of that, of freedom from self. It, put a clo- it clothed it. It gave me a, something to bite into. And that led to realizing self was foreign, yeah, like a foreign pathogen. Or something like that. And the idea of the parasite came from being asked to speak at an AA meeting in Petaluma, north of here, years and years and years ago, and trying to get something across. The the power used the word parasite to try to express what it was like, alcoholism. And so I saw that it triggered understandings in people, so that that became a very uh, valuable way of expressing yes something so that's how it sort of went yeah so first and foremost i got struck sober and then i could get to the root of the problem but first i needed a way of life (laughs) which uh aa has given me and then i was led to more understanding about the root of the problem by being relieved of its effects yeah I started to uh, travel lighter, and it was clear that it wasn't self-traveling lighter. (laughs) It was traveling lighter in spite of self, so to speak. Yeah. And then it just got clearer, clearer. Because when you're onto something, and and that something is factual, it gets clearer and clearer. Yeah. It's it's not like... uh, some things don't change. Some things are what they are. Yeah. And it's and then when they when you run into something like that, the best the action figure can do is fit a, itself around that instead of trying to fit that around this action figure. Yeah. So that's what's that's my historical take on it from this point. And I've been sharing since my third year of sobriety, I've been been used to share. First, it was fourth step workshops, so thirty something years, and then they, the workshop, I left the world of that of working because I thought the the real solution is just so much. It's just like quantumly different, you know. So, yeah. So I feel the work. I feel the inventory, a lot of people are, you know, we just take it in, we just take it as the way it is that we're going to look at our resentments and fear and harms done to others. And I'd love to have another possibility in, in the vast communities of recovery that maybe the inventory can be looked at as seeing resentments as a manifestation of self in one's life which is completely different than my resentments, <laughs> completely, I feel. And uh, so if we could get that to have a toehold in, in, in our community, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. 
I just don't see, I mean, AA is a great solution, but there's more solution in there. There is. Yeah. And, and because I think we're around, right now, there's a lot of problem in the solution. So I'd love to have it more distilled as solution and problem in two different like containers. Yeah. Instead of a big mix of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because if the identification, I think self can't get out of self is an incredible, uh, incredible statement in our communities. Because obviously for that to become a known little uh, statement, a lot of people had had come to a conclusion by trying to get out of self as self. <laughs> that is not going to work. That's incredible knowledge. <laughs> it is because how does self getting out of self appear to us? It appears to us as Paul trying to get out of self. That makes complete sense to Paul, but Paul is self. <laughs> this is the dilemma. That's why we can constantly keep doing self trying to get out of self. Yeah. But it doesn't, we don't interpret it that way. The head interprets it as Paul getting out of self, which makes complete sense to the interpretation of Paul, but we're not Paul. Paul is AKA self. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously, to anyone, two levels below a coconut or above a coconut would see self can't get out of self. Obviously, it would still be self, yeah? But they, we don't see Paul, a.k.a. self, is trying to get out of self. And that's why it's not succeeding, yeah? So the act of identification clouds and disguises some obvious facts. Yeah, that's that's its... It's like the octopus with the ink, you know, it just, it just lets out a lot of ink and you're not seeing clearly. Yeah. It's not that you can see clearly what you're seeing through is clouded. So we're just trying to tell the truth about that yeah? so that you can see the cloud clearly instead of trying to see clearly through the cloud, see the cloud clearly. Is there an act of being identified as self? Is that the mental activity? That's the basis of most mental activities. Yes, I feel. Okay, that's the cloud I like you to see. Do I, you know, you have to see it? No, I'm just putting it out there. If you see it, great. If you don't, come back. Yeah, yeah. But it it is that starkly different. Either you're trying to see clearly through the cloud or you see the cloud clearly. Yeah. Those are the ways. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Chris. Okay, thanks, Paul. Thanks for your question, Chris. Okay, so that brings us um, just past half 11 Pacific time. So you'd like to say goodbyes, Paul? Yes, yes. If anyone wants to ask something, I'm here, but uh, not. All right, that's great. Let's say goodbye. Hey, Chris, thank you. Thank you for that share. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Paul. You're welcome. We got Michael, Michael S. from Madeira. As always, nice to see you, Michael. Yeah. Rich A., you did a great job. Thank you for the service. Yeah. Jesse, 
Jesse, you're looking wonderful. You get letting the hair go, eh? It's nice. Yeah, finally. Yeah. I've had it very short for a long time now. Yeah. A lot of things are changing. I'm I I've wanted to be um actually I wanted to be a man there for a while, a couple of years ago. And uh and I'm finally um starting to wear uh women's clothes and things again. I feel very uh I'm embracing my femininity and it feels good. I'm feeling more right-sized. I'm oh, very blushing. <laughs> yeah, I had, yeah, it's good. Thank yeah. you. And a yeah. lot of it is down to you, to be honest. I, I don't really speak here much, but um, I, I feel shy to share a lot of the time here. But uh, but yeah, a lot of that is down to you and uh, recovery, which I never would have. I never would have joined. Um, only had I come across you through my mom, through non-duality, and um, yeah, it's really changed everything for me, so thank you. Great, honey, it's very nice. Well, you're a beautiful babe there, Jess. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Kurt. Kurt. I'm only going to see Kurt as that serial killer in, in that Norwegian show I was watching. <laughs> He's like the spinning image of the guy. All right, Kurt. <laughs> nice to see you, Kurt. We got Roman. Roman is always fantastic. We got PK. There he is. Nice to see you, PK. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, cool, man. Huh? You're awesome, man. Thank you for everything, man. I love it, man. Love the message, man. It's awesome, man. You know, uh, you know, it's really awesome, man. You know, and and uh, I think it's directly experienced, and it's hard to describe, but you know, it's really a great energetic uh, happening. So I appreciate you, you know you know uh doing the download and holding the, you know and having this space that we're sharing together it's it's awesome man Great. may the celery well, be with you <laughs> yes yes and in all salads from now on yes <laughs> nikki from madeira nice to see you mickey kerry there he is looks like a nice day over there it's uh it's a little cloudy well no i don't know it's kind of cloudy it's good it's all yeah. good all right we got uh kaiser kaiser there he is we got terry from maine nice to see terry it's always we've got uh let's see oh nina there she is nice to see you nina we got call right next to nina there he is call Oliver from Berlin. We got Chris from Mammoth Lakes. Got the wood stove going. Stefan on having never left. Fantastic. Ben C, the poet laureate of Zen Bitch Slap. He's here. Let's see who else. What else is going on here? Uh, I think that's it. Hold on. Let me go back here. Yeah. Hey, thank you everyone for the day. See you soon. Thanks, Paul. We'll be around if you're interested in uh, non-duality, God help you. But if you're interested, uh, we have a, a talk 
4.30 Pacific time every Tuesday. It's on the website. It, that's That one's up. So, and, and we'll try to fix the website. But if Tuesdays or Thursdays are don't seem to be, well, you all know now, to, if you know anyone else, just tell them to go to the other day and it's the same Zoom, the same Zoom page. So yes, all the talks are usually the same with the recovery. All right. Thanks, guys.